Stacy? Somebody else that hate you? Juno this says is Holly. Oh, this is Casey, and this is Holly, and this is what? The spook. 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 <laughs> the look on Casey's face when she did that spook. Oh my god, speaking of looks on your faces, when you were Skyping last week and you froze, <laughs> you were frozen like that for like two minutes, and it creeped me out, so I had to get a picture of it here. Let me show you. Okay, we recorded this. Look, you were frozen like that for like two minutes. Oh my god, it's so creepy. I was like, "What is wrong?" Because at first I thought you were just sitting like that, looking to me, and I was kind of like, "What are you doing?" And then it didn't move, or you're in my shit. She froze it. Oh my god, it scared me so bad at first. Oh. We recorded this last week, or was it last week? Well, we recorded it Wednesday. Wednesday of last, or yeah, this past week. This past week, we'll that. And it sounded like shit. <laughs> and my stupid Wi-Fi sucks, and it sounded like shit. So. Yeah, I was working on editing it, and I was like, this doesn't sound too bad. So when I edit, I kind of like listen to it while I do something else. And I was like, oh, it started getting really sketchy sound around like 10, 20 minutes. It made like this weird like in and out. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> it made this weird noise, and it was, like, cutting in and out, and it, I was like, Casey, we gotta redo this, and she's like, what? What the fuck? Because it, we literally <laughs> talked for, like, two hours. It was horrible. And we, so we lost two hours of audio, so. Oh, yeah, by the way, this case that was supposed to be a mini though turned out to be, like, a two-parter so. Yes, no longer. It was a giant mini. <laughs> no longer a mini. There's a lot of information on this case. And somebody, Casey, misjudged how long the case was. Yes, I did. She, My bad. I was like, what do you want to do for a minute? And Casey's like, let's do the girl in the box. And I'm like, okay. I thought, like, does it have more information? She's like, nah, it's good for a minute. <laughs> LOL, JK. Oh, well, we found this article by The Guardian. Which is what we're going to be reading from. It has, it like goes into so much detail, it's crazy, so it should be a pretty good case, though. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like, the more we read, the more I was like, what the fuck is happening? This yeah. could be a two or three part of it. we haven't quite decided yet. And please excuse our pronounce... Pronunciation. You can't even say pronounce. Pronounce... <laughs> yeah, I can't even say it. Because... <laughs> Oh, shush it. <laughs> I always go, like, pronounce, and then I'm like, shit, how do I even say it? You know, I can't, I can't do much better than you can. So, <sighs> this case is in Germany, and it has a lot of German names, and we suck at pronouncing anything, so I'm so sorry. We tried. We, we literally Googled these things for, like, ten minutes and, like, looked it up on YouTube. We're going to try, but a lot of times they pronounce it in German accents, and we're, we don't have German accents, and we don't sound as angry as the German language does. Yeah, we are not. No. Oh. We're just not good at it. So, just so you guys know, we're going to try our best, but don't hate us if we don't pronounce it correctly, because chances are we probably... <laughs> we probably won't. We'll probably pronounce it like five different ways, but we'll try to stick to one pronunciation. Yeah, we're going to try our best. <laughs> <laughs> Which our best isn't very good, so our best is perfect. Uh huh. Oh, it's perfect for us at least. It's perfect enough. They're not even gonna know what word we're trying to pronounce though, so it's okay. For yeah. you get their concern, we are one hundred percent correct. Okay, I need to stop with this stop pop pocket oh. today. <laughs> yeah, um last episode you probably heard like a I'm popping noise. And we thought it was Casey's pin at first because she got to have it quick in her pin. And I realized on my way home, I was like, fuck, that's my pop socket. Oops. We're both kind of fidgety people. Yes, we are. And I'm rocking my chair right now. Yeah, and I'm like picking at the inside of my sweater with one hand <laughs> and scratching like my foot with my hair. I'm going to say I'm playing my toes underneath the blanket. That sounds weird. I have socks on. <laughs> that doesn't make it much better. I mean, you are fresh out of the shower, though. That's true. And if you guys hear any rustling, we're eating cookies. <laughs> Mind uh, your business. Yeah, Holly brought over some cookie cottage cookies. Yeah, I was in Fort Wayne yesterday, and I, I just had to stop and get some for the... This should last me for a week or two. If you stop eating them. Shut up, <laughs> I eat one a day! <laughs> if even that. <laughs> oh, man. I can't say much, because I bought a lot of cookie dough. Yeah, at least my cookies are cooked. That's true. <laughs> I cook them eventually. 
We have our co-host today, Waffles. Waffles of Sharpay is back. Yeah, she's not very vocal, and she's like, she's grumpy today, so she's taking a nap. Yeah, <laughs> she is a grumpy little puppy. Um, I bet freaking Juno had butted her with the cone. She Juno jumped at me, and her entire cone went to my stomach. I'm <laughs> like, oh, ow. Yeah, Juno <laughs> is a cone head right now. Yeah, the vet, whoever shaved her, freaking graped her... <gasps> Again. Pisses me off. I'd be ticked. Like, my, uh, none of the animals we've ever had fake got grape like that. That's yeah. unacceptable. She has. She literally has razor burn all the way down her sides and her legs. It's not even like razor burn though. It's just literally yeah. like a cut. I feel really bad for. Her. I I know. I mean, vets are like professional groomers, but Juno literally Juno. got groomed <laughs> a week before I took her to the vets to get spayed and they butchered her haircut and left little cuts all over her, yeah. so. I mean, they didn't even grape Tidus, though, and when Tidus got fixed, they had to shave over that hernia, too, and fix the hernia. I know. And he didn't have any razor burn or anything. I'm pretty sure I'm going to bitch at my vet when I take her back to get her stitches out because I'm not happy. She's my baby. My baby doesn't deserve that. She got boo-boos. I would be. I wouldn't even be waiting for that. I'd be calling and be like, fuck you guys, do my dog. Like, yeah, it costs yeah. enough, too. Yeah, seriously, they want to hurt one of my babies, they're going to get hurt themselves. Yeah. Okay, Our- guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Casey's dying. Okay. You okay. guys ready for this? We're done ranting about dogs and cookies. We for love now. dogs and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> and no. kitties. No. Uh. Whatever, the last, well, we... The you last audio, she kept shaking her cat in the air. I was not shaking it. I was bouncing it. The cat, literally, I record from my living room. I sit at the bar area on the, well, I guess the kitchen. And the freaking cat were climbing my legs. And they were sitting on my lap. And if I didn't hold them, they would try to run across my laptop. <laughs> so I picked them up and I was like bouncing in my arms. And they were like, because I bouncing them like you would a baby, not shaking it like you were trying to give baby shaking baby syndrome. Yeah. But I was um, bouncing it. That cat looked pretty frightened. It was not. That's just his face. Was it Bubbles? <laughs> no, it was. It was Little, little kitty. kitty. Little Kitty. Yeah, my boyfriend named two of the kittens Little Kitty and Bubbles. Which are not names. Can we just. Bubbles is, I guess. Not Little Kitty, though. He wanted to name my precious baby dog Bubbles. He wanted to name Nanook Bubbles. I was like. Fuck no. Didn't you want to name the, um, what's that thing? The hedgehog? The hedgehog, Bubbles. No. Um, okay, so all of our animals, Taylor and I have taken literally, I think the longest we took to name one of them was like three weeks. The shortest was like a week, and that was the hedgehog, and then we changed it like two weeks later. Oh my god, it takes me two seconds to name my animals. You know what? It would take me two seconds too. I wanted to name. Our first dog, Titus, Django, and Taylor's like, no, no, no. And every name I thought, he's like, no, 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 nope. And I'm like, fine, you fucking name him, and I'll see if I approve. And he's like, okay, and he gave me a few names, and I'm like, no. And then he's like, okay, how about Titus? I was like, okay, I like that. <sighs> so then he tried to name Nanook Bubbles, and I'm like, mm-mm, my turn. He's like, fine, I have to approve it, though. So I picked Nanook, who is like a classic from a classic horror movie, because it's the name of the dog in the Lost Boys, who is a husky. And I like the name. So that's how we got Nook Nook. Nanook. Nanook. And then the kitten. <laughs> mm, I named the one that we got over the summer that passed away. I named her Church from Pet Cemetery. Oh my god, she died. Like, And then she died. Um, but she didn't come back to life. We didn't bury her in the Pet Cemetery. Church. Um, yeah, that traumatized me. Um, but we're not going to talk about that. But then we got three more kittens, which is a whole other story for another time. <laughs> um, and we went to, I went to, told Taylor, I was like, okay, one of the girls from work wants one. I was like, and we need to find home for the other two. He's like, oh, fuck, is that okay? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, fuck, you mean you don't know? And he's like, I kind of want to keep all of them. So that's how we have three kittens. And I named one Cujo. <laughs> because I love Cucho. <laughs> and then Taylor named the other two Bubbles and Little Kitty. I'm like, Little Kitty, what kind of name is that? But That's not a name. It's not a name, but you know what? Taylor. Okay. <laughs> okay, guys. Now that you've heard the story about how my cat got their stupid ass names. <laughs> um, our story today is the girl in the box. 
Yes, it's about Ursula Herman. Herman. <laughs> Ursula Herman. Oh my god, pop that kid. I don't want to put it in my shoe case. I actually really like that name, Ursula. I do too. Waffles, don't look at me like that. Ooh, she, Waffles is getting some shitty looks I got over here. Dank eye. Oh, think, and now she's huffing. I think it's because my shoe's touching her, but okay, there you go. Yeah, she doesn't like things touching her. She's very, I don't know. She thinks she's queen of the house, so. She is. She's Duh. pampered. Okay, guys. So, our story today takes place in the Alpine foothills in the far south of Germany at a bath lake called the Ammersee. Um, basically, this was like the Lake Tahoe of Germany. Like, my biggest, like, comparison, I guess. Best comparison. It sure has had a lot of centuries-old villages where wealthy families from Munich would buy second homes, like, big ones. And so, the kind of like vacation homes? Yeah. Like homes? So, yeah, basically Lake Tahoe-ish. And, um, yeah, they... You know, they see tourists and people drinking beer at waterfront restaurants and stuff. Um, at the north end of the lake, there was a pair of villages, Ekenham Amethe and Schondorf. Lesson. Schondorf. I can say hate it that now. word. Schondorf. But um, it was less than two miles apart, and separating them was a big old block of like spruce forest, like really thick. And it attracted hunters, joggers, mountain bikers. And it, you know, it's really a good place for outdoorsy people. Right. It's not like our type of woods. No, it's like Bruce. I don't know if you guys have tried to get through pine and spruce trees before, but it's no fucking joke. No, it's really not. <laughs> no joke. So keep that in mind about how thick this forest is. Yeah. For later on when we explain. They had a lot of underbrush and stuff too. And, uh, you know, again, it was right by the river, ocean, by the river, <laughs> by the ocean, um, by the lake. It's some type of fucking waterfront. That's um, true. It sounds really pretty. I don't want to go there. Well, maybe I don't yeah, want to go there. I can say, I don't know. I wonder if they still have a box in there. I don't know. I took it out. Yeah, they probably had to take it out for evidence. Oh. Mm, wait till you guys hear about this box. If you guys are on our Facebook page, you've already seen a picture of it, and you probably wondered, what the fuck is that? But once you hear the story, you'll be like, oh. Keisha at work, she was like, so, I don't understand the picture. <laughs> I know. I had so many people, like, message me or come up to me and be like, what is that picture? And I'm like... It's a box in the ground. That's a dead little girl. And they're like, oh, I, I was okay. telling her, I was like, you don't see, like, the tree up top of the picture and then, like, the well, box. The, the tree looks really disproportionate, That's though. true. Like, the box looks huge. Like, how they get her? Okay, we'll get into the details of the box later. Because they so, how they get her in there. They just, like, drop her down the hole or. I don't know. We should make a box. That way we can kind of figure it out. I'm just kidding. We're not. Oh, we could. And then we could put Taylor and Jesse in there when they annoy us. That's a good idea. <laughs> Except well. we will correctly build the box. Yeah. That way they can fucking breathe. So they don't well, die. Well, I don't know, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, good thing they don't listen to this. <laughs> yeah. So. For real. For real. <laughs> for real. For real. Okay, guys. After class on a Tuesday in September 1981... This was the first day of the school year. Ten-year-old Ursula Herman, or Herman, Herman, Ursula Herman returned to her house in Ecking because Ursula's family lived in Ecking, and then her aunt and uncle and her cousins lived in Schandorf. The, no, we gotta say the German word for the one more angle. Anger. Schandorf. Schandorf. Hey, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> I heard Ecking. I got, I got really. Herman. She got really angry there. <laughs> Dang. Pretty sure I thought some flames come out. Okay. Anyway, okay. I'm going to. So, Ursula was the youngest of her <laughs> four siblings. She <coughs> always practiced piano with her oldest brother, Michael, which her older brother, Michael, and her had a pretty, like, close. <laughs> Don't judge me! Holly's eating her cookie. I cookies. Oh, the sprinkle came off. Ah, you bitches. She's like. Try some of the frosting. No. Watch me just lick it. Oh, that's why you use your finger. You just put cookie finger. Okay. Anyways, so Michael and <laughs> Ursula, I think they were the closest. After they were the closest out of her four siblings, so they had a really close bond. 
So after she practiced piano with her brother Michael, she headed off to her afternoon gymnastics lesson, which I believe she went to all of this after her school day. Yes. So her gymnastics lesson was in Schandorf. Choking on the cookie. And she rode her bike through the forest along the lakeside path because they had, like, a bike trail that you can go on. And she would always ride her bike after gymnastics class to her cousin's house in Schandorf, <coughs> where she ate dinner every single night. That was, like, her daily routine. She ate dinner there, and then around 7.20 p.m., Ursula's mother phoned the aunt to say that her daughter needed to come home because it was getting kind of late. It's probably pretty dark. I'm assuming it's probably pretty dark in the forest after a certain time. So her mother wanted her to get home before it got too dark outside. Mm, creepy. So at this time, it was still light outside, but it was starting to... You know, starting to get a little creepy. Yeah, starting to get a little <laughs> bit darker, a little bit creepy in the forest. And the cycle ride, the bicycle ride, only took about 10 minutes from Schondorf to Ecking, where her house was. So a half hour later, Ursula still has not arrived to her home, and her mother began getting kind of worried, so she called the aunt again. Her aunt said that Ursula left about 25 minutes before, so both of them immediately knew, like, something's up. Something's not right. Ursula should be home by now. Yeah, because she wasn't really the type of little girl to dwaddle like that. Right, and she did this a lot. It wasn't, like, a one-time thing she did it. She did it constantly. It was her daily routine, so. Yeah, and even if she got sidetracked, I mean, if it takes 10 minutes to ride home, she still had 15 minutes to, like, do whatever she wanted to get sidetracked and do and keep on going. Right. So something was wrong. They immediately knew something was wrong. So Ursula's father rushed into the forest from Ecking, and her uncle did the same from Schandorf. They met in the middle along the path. So her uncle covered that side, and then her dad covered the other side by Ecking, and then they met, and they didn't see anything abnormal. They didn't see Ursula. They didn't see a bicycle. They found nothing. Yeah, and they were, you know, obviously yelling for her and stuff and nothing. Yep. They were yelling her name. By this time, it was getting really dark in the woods, too, so it's not like they could really, I guess, see much. Can you imagine how creepy that would be? Oh, my gosh. I I know I probably would do it if it was my child, but I would be really creeped out. They're like, I'm scared of a kid. Where are you? Because, first of all, I don't like the dark, and second of all, woods are kind of creepy. Definitely a dense (sighs) forest. That's pretty creepy. Our woods, my woods were creepy enough when we were kids. Yeah. So, within an hour after her dad and uncle go into the woods to look for her, neighbors, police, and firemen joined the search. They took torches out in the... Flashlights. Yeah. (laughs) They took flashlights out into the forest and began looking for her, looking through the water, and they were um, kind of struggling to search the thick undergrowth because it's so thick and dense. dense. But yeah, and it was nighttime at this time. I mean, it was midnight almost, and it started to rain. Oh. They had a search dog out there that led the handler of the search dog away from the lake into the br- brush. So yeah, and it sounds it sounds like one side of the path was lake, one side was the forest. So they're right. like, shit, what side do we want her to be on? Like, right. Well, when the search dog led the handler away that's where they found her little red bike about 20 what is that meters meters from, 20 meters from the path and they still did not find ursula they only found her bicycle so this is not looking too good mm-hmm. although they did find her bike within the first day of her missing yeah within the first what like Five hours. Yeah, they found her bike pretty quickly. I think probably because of the search dog. So dozens of officers put on their raincoats, put on their rubber boots, and were like, "Okay, we gotta go in this forest. We gotta keep looking for her." They were not gonna give up. Could you imagine that? Ugh. I don't know. So the border of 
Um, Schondorf <clears throat> is an expensive private school that was founded in 1905. <laughs> and this was favored by the political and business people. Mm, yeah, I bet. A helicopter... They got a helicopter out there to search for her. They had a police boat. They had divers. They had a local radio covering her case and giving people updates. She yeah. was about four feet, seven inches tall, with short blonde hair, wearing dark green cords. What's that? What's cords? Like corduroy pants. Okay. I dark think. green pants, a gray cardigan, and brown, red-brown sandals. Oh, she sounds like a little fashionista. Yeah, she and like her her dad was a teacher, and her mom was just a housewife. Yeah, so they were actually not like a lot of the other families in the area because they didn't come from a lot of money. Right, a lot of people that lived in this area rich, rich. Like I was saying earlier, that's when the private school comes in the picture because mm. I'm, that private school was like a lot of money to go to. Did her dad teach there? Or did um, it not say? It doesn't say. Oh, it also never says her parents' names. The only name we get from a family member is Michael. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, I mean, obviously, I'm guessing the family don't want their name in the paper, so we're not going to do research and try to find their names. Yeah, they, they were actually public. a pretty private family. Like, they didn't want... I mean, well, later on, you'll find out what happens, and they just kind of wanted, wanted to move on. and. Yeah, so we're not going to... Try to find their names. That's, we're gonna we're not going to be like that. If there's ever a case where most of the articles say don't give a name, we're not going to try to find the name. We're going to just respect what people want. Exactly. The reason why we know her brother Michael's name is because Michael was a little bit more open. Mm -hmm. And he did a lot of interviews with news stations and stuff like that. He was kind of like the family's spokesperson. Yeah, he was so. a big advocate for everything. Yes, so. he was. So on Thursday morning... Ursula had been missing for more than 36 hours, which is not good, guys. Bad. They say that when a child goes missing, you want to find them within the 24 hours mark, I believe. 24 hours, the best chance, and 48 hours, you're looking a little questionable. And after yep. that, it's basically... Not looking good it's at all. looking more like a recovery at that point, if I remember Although, correctly. Although, there is some children that are fine alive after that, but they just say, like, the 24 hours is the most important... and part of the investigation of finding these missing kids. Yeah, and speaking of missing kids being found, did you see that video of police rescuing that little girl in Texas? No. Yeah, I'll find it and send it to you later. And I'll post a link to the Facebook page, but it is horrifying. They just go in, this little girl like, says something, they're like, we'll keep you covered, we'll keep you covered, we'll make sure nobody can see anything. And the cop just takes her out, takes her down the opposite end of the hallway with the person and just Basically run down the building with her and she's just clinging to him. Is that where they found all the missing? Like, they found a bunch of missing kids? Is that a different one? It was only one girl. So that's a different one. Because I read yeah. another article, like, recently they found, like, a crap ton of missing children. I don't even know how many, but it was a lot. And then, do you hear about the couple in, in um, Ohio? No. Uh, there was a pregnant woman, and her she was 20, and then her 28-year-old boyfriend went missing, they found the vehicle, and then they found his body in an empty house in Dayton, Ohio, and they still have not found oh. the woman, and she's five months pregnant. I have not heard that. Oh, I'm looking at this video. Oh. Here. So it's rush inside. It's a race against the clock to find the child who was caught on a doorbell camera being snatched from her mother's arms. What the hell? Mom and her daughter were on a stroll in their Fort Worth, Texas neighborhood when the nightmare began. Mom, who asked not to be named, tried desperately to fight off the kidnapper, but he oh, they fucking drug her. with the little girl inside the car. Eight hours later, police in nearby Forest Hills found the getaway vehicle in a hotel parking lot. Officers left after seeing no sign of the child. 
but cops from the Fort Worth Police Department went to the same hotel and did some more digging with the front desk hotel clerk. Do you have the room information for room 333? I need, like, that person's name when they checked in, all that stuff. They think they found their guy. Matches the description. Then they rush to room 333 and barge in. The suspect is placed in handcuffs. Oh, he's naked. Oh, no. She was afraid to make any noises because the suspect had threatened to hurt her and her family. We have her. We need an EMT. Come on, sweetheart. You're going to be okay. 51-year-old Michael Webb has just been sentenced to life in prison for kidnapping. What a fucked up dude. Can you... I don't even want to know what he did to her. I don't know, but... In the uh, full video of the actual rescue, you can see him... You know, they get something, cover her up, because I think she's just in, like, a t-shirt and underwear. Oh, my God. And she knows people have seen her underwear. And you can see him carrying her, and she's, like, holding on to him. And he turns, and he literally runs down the opposite end of the hallway if they have the suspect in. Oh. Well, in the video... And they, he, like, they have a whole bunch of people in front of the suspect covering him up. That way, the girl can't see him. In the video, this guy literally snatched the child out of the mother's hand. Like, they were just walking, and the car pulled up. He got out, and... Yeah, and the mother tried, what, you should tell she tried to hold on the car because she got drugged. But, okay, yeah, we will. Ooh, That's maybe sad. we can make that a mini. Ooh. Well, I don't know if we'd have enough information for a mini, but we'll, we'll. Maybe we'll wait to see what kind of information is released and go from there. Yeah. But, yeah, we wanted to, we like to try to keep you guys updated on true crime stuff. Yes, so. I do. Anywho. <laughs> Back to our case for the day. What were we even talking about? Okay. Oh. So more than 36 hours after Ursula went missing, the um, family got a phone call. So when Ursula's parents picked up, there was just silence. Then there was a short, familiar jingle, which they recognized from a traffic bulletin on the radio station. Holly's been waiting forever to do that. Oh my god, no. That's shit. Pop socket. Um, I heard that in my nightmare from that stupid Final Destination movie, but continue on. So they heard that, and then they're like, okay, that's kind of weird, and they just hung up. So three more calls came in, sounding kind of similar to that. Mm-hmm. So a team of local police decided to record the calls just to see if this connected anyways. At noon the very next day, the um, post office person delivered a package, like an envelope, addressed directly to Ursula's father, and it was marked urgent. So inside this was a ransom note that had letters and words cut out from a newspaper. Kind of creepy note. Like, I think we'll post the yeah. ransom letter. You can't read it because it's in, <laughs> it's German. in German. So we can read German. Back out of your listening. Right. Um, you're the only person that can read this. <laughs> but so, it's it creepy. Yeah, it's pretty creepy, and we'll post it. So the ransom letter said... Quote, we kidnapped your daughter, and it was in broken German, so it might sound kind of weird. And then it said, if you ever want to see your daughter alive again, then pay... 450,000 quid. <laughs> yeah, because it says 2M... Douchemark. We're not sure what that means. I mean, it's... it's I, yeah, we're not even sure if we pronounced that right. And then the other um, type of currency it has beside it is 450,000 quid so I'm not even gonna try to translate that into US dollars so quid is what you get it's a lot they wanted that in ransom but the kidnappers didn't think this through very well because you know when you send out a package it can take a a while to get to where it's supposed to go even if it's marked urgent because the post office sucks right and like dirt like according to like how the weather is or if they're short staffed that day like Oh, Holly's feeding she the potato, a.k.a. waffles, a cookie. I give her a little bit. She might be on a diet, but fat girls deserve cake, too. Aw, she's cookie pretty too. happy. So, the kidnappers are fucking stupid. <laughs> and they were, they were expecting the letter to have arrived a day earlier, which it did not. Because they wanted the letter to come before the calls. Mm-hmm. Because in the ransom, it said... You will hear the jingle as their call sign and just say if you will pay or you won't pay the ransom. If you call the police or do not pay, we will kill your daughter. So at this point, the family's like, well, fuck. 
we've been ignoring these phone calls because we didn't know who it was from. I barely touched it! So, so mm-hmm. they're panicking at this point because the kidnappers are stupid and didn't... Like, they're smart in certain ways, and they're just... <laughs> and then they do stuff, and you're like, what the fuck? They're just really stupid <laughs> in other ways. Well, and they also didn't realize that Ursula's family was one of the poor families in the area, which, like we said, is kind of unusual, you know? Yeah, because you think if they're gonna do a ransom, like, kidnap a kid and do a ransom, they would pick one of the richest families in the town, right? Yeah, so we think, maybe they got the wrong target. Or maybe they just didn't think about it and they just snatched a kid. Yeah, no, because, like, they had Ursula's father's name on the envelope. Yeah, but it wouldn't be too hard to find the address and look up. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Confusing. So when the phone rang that afternoon <laughs> after they got the ransom note and they heard the jingle sound, Ursula's mother agreed to pay the ransom, of course. She also asked for proof of life, like what was her daughter's nicknames for her two stuffed toys, when the kidnappers did not apply, did not apply, did not <laughs> reply, she freaked out. She was like, quote, talk to me, say something, something from Ursula, end quote. Oh, man, <sighs> I would lose my shit if somebody kidnapped this dog right here and didn't give me proof of life. She'd give me kids. If somebody did a ransom on the waffles, I would pay the ransom. Do not kidnap my dog. She she might actually fucking eat you, so I don't think we'd have to be too worried about that. That's true. Waffles doesn't like strange. She literally ripped the front of my shirt open one time because Casey and I got scared and we both jumped up to run away from something and she thought that I made the noise, so she jumped at me and grabbed my shirt and tore it open. But now she loves her Aunt Holly, so. Well, yeah, because I feed her. Yeah, because Holly feeds her. She really likes Holly's boyfriend, Taylor. I don't know why. All animals like Taylor. Not even fair. Like, Waffles and Taylor are BFFs. All animals like Taylor. (laughs) He's like fucking Snow White or Cinderella. (laughs) Um, Anyways. So, the same evening, the kidnappers posted a second letter, which arrived on Monday, the 21st of September. This one has some really specific instructions regarding the ransom. They wanted the money to be paid using 100 douchemark bills. <laughs> Whatever that means. D- Dustmark. <laughs> something bills. Packed his suitcase. It was to be delivered in a yet unnamed location by Ursula's father, who is to drive alone in a yellow Fiat 600, go no faster than 90 kilometers per hour. So I or think- kilom- is it kilometers or kilometers? Oh, that's the same thing. Killer? Guys, I'm sorry. I, don't know. I had a blonde moment. Um. So, anyway, <laughs> I think they wanted him to not drive so fast because he, at this time, they didn't know that they already called the police. So, they kind of wanted this to be like, I don't know, sneaky, I guess? <laughs> under the radar? Yeah, it's under the radar the uh, yellow Fiat 600 can be. This thing is yeah, not, ugly. Yeah. That was kind of weird, but whatever. But yeah, um, a neighbor of theirs raised part of the ransom, and the state agreed to cover the rest. Yeah, because like we said before, her family was poor. They did not have enough money for the ransom. But they, I guess they weren't really poor. They were more like middle class. Yeah. You know? But they didn't have enough for the ransom, so the neighbors helped, and the state helped them get enough money for the ransom. Yeah, so her mom waited desperately for more instructions, but there were no more letters. No more phone calls, and the police didn't have any strong leads. So after two weeks, the police decided to search the forest again. So they got more than 100 officers with 10 search dogs. Um, the woods were divided up into four parts, and each quarter of the woods was divided into smaller grids. Okay, in this article, it says sniffer dogs. <laughs> so, sniffer dogs. So if we say sniffer dog, then we laugh when we say search dog. That's why. Yeah, we just change it to search dogs, because in America, we know them as search dogs not sniffer dogs i kind of like sniffer dog are you a sniffer dog or are you search dog she hunts for moles she's a cookie dog she's um, a cookie dog anyway so the team began searching every grid one by one and they used metal rods to like probe into the ground because it was a i don't know if we mentioned it but it's like a really clay dirt area yeah like not really like I guess clay's kind of, like, thicker than regular. Yeah, it's like the kind of soil in the back of mom and dad's field. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not. It's yucky. It's, yeah, it's not good dirt. Ugh. Okay. It's, it's, it's sticky. So they began <laughs> sticking these rods in the dirt like, we need to find something. <laughs> so, What's that hand motion again? <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm glad you guys can't see this because. We're so awkward. 
and you guys would make fun of me and probably make a dirty I make joke. Fun of so, <laughs> anywho, by the fourth <coughs> day of searching on a gloomy Sunday, yeah, it was very gloomy, nasty out. They had covered most of this forest, which oh my god, can you imagine covering almost all the forest? Who wonder it took four days? I'd be fucking tired. Yeah. Uh, Ursula had been missing for 19 days at this point. Mm. Make me, that kind of makes me a little sad that it took them so long to form a grid of the forest like that. Because they found her sooner. Well, yeah, I feel like if they maybe would have done this the first week. I'm not saying she would have been well, alive, but they would have yeah, found her. Yeah, they were going to that more. Yeah. Her family would have had more closure a little bit sooner. So... She's been missing at nine, for 19 days at this point, and around 9.30 a.m., one of the searchers yelled. About 800 meters away from the path, one of the officers had struck something solid when he was sticking the metal rod into the dirt. Oh, they were that close to the lake path? Uh, yeah. They were not very far away. That makes me sad. So, of course, everybody rushed the officer that was yelling and they wiped away leaves and scraped off the layer of clay and they discovered a brown blanket covering a wooden board so when the officer removed the board he found a second board which appeared to be the lid of a box yeah it was 72 centimeters by 60 centimeters yeah the size of a small coffee table Painted green and locked from the top with seven sliding bolts. Now that would be creepy to find. Ah, Can you imagine finding that? With seven bolts? Ugh. They wouldn't make sure nobody got out of that. So using, I'm assuming, like a knife? A spade. It's like a Oh, yeah. It's a hoe. Yeah, Holly explained this to me. It's like a pointy hoe. They use a pointy (laughs) hoe. They use a spade, which Holly explained is like a pointy. Hoe? Like, like that of, sounds like wrong. Okay, we're gonna get the pointy hoe part. It's like a type of a hoe. The garden hoe. <laughs> okay, this is just sounding bad, so we're just gonna keep on. Keep so, on, he on. forced the lid open with this tool. Spade. Oh, and shit. he looked in the box and found Miss Ursula's body. Mm. Her body was cold lifeless and the officer was so upset he just started crying because can you imagine being the one to find her she was only 10 years old i would be devastated oh shit the shovel um holly was wrong it was well it's a pointy shovel that's pointy well some of them aren't pointy no okay so a spade some of them look like hoes some of them some of them are kind of ganky um and some of them look like shovels it's a type of fucking garden tool. If you okay? guys know what a spade is, please explain to us because we're not, we don't garden. Google stuff. I do inside. She um, has house plants. Oh my god, I got a really cute one yesterday. Yeah. I'll send a picture of it to you later. Okay, continue on. Um, so the two detectives were, two detectives, not the two, uh, they were sent to break the news to Earth's lost parents at their home, which was a short walk away. Oh. Um, her mom was too distraught to ask any questions, but her father asked repeatedly, you know, has my daughter been hurt before she died? And the truthful answer is no. An autopsy actually concluded that Ursula died within 30 to five, 30 minutes to 5 hours of being buried. And there was no sign of struggle or even movement inside the box. So they think she'd been drugged beforehand, possibly with nitrous oxide. And it, this box is so fucked up. It appears that they planned to keep her alive. The box was 1.40 meters deep it had a shelf a seat that doubled as a toilet it had three bottles of water 12 cans of fanta oh, six Lord. large chocolate bars four packs of biscuits and two packs of chewing gum all you need to keep a little kid alive i guess so and this is <laughs> when we start saying when these kidnappers are fucking stupid because yeah so it also it had a small bizarre library it had 21 books from donald duck comments to western romance novels and thrillers with titles such as the horror lurks everywhere <laughs> there was a light, and they had a portable radio that was tuned to Baron 3, and this is fucking stupid. So, to enable her to breathe, the box had a ventilation system made from plastic plum- plumbing pipes, which extended to the ground level, but these fucking idiots 
failed to realize that without a machine to circulate the air, the oxygen would run out. We learned this in, like, middle school, guys. It's so stupid. You need to circulate the oxygen around a closed room or you're not going to be able to breathe. Yeah, so they wanted to keep her alive, but they were fucking stupid and they failed. So it just... They're fucking stupid. So their plan was... Oh, sorry. Oh, I can say after hearing that description, and me, I go back and look at the picture, you'll see all the little details now. Yeah, now you understand the picture. And the uh, dead body in it, which is a little girl, now a little boy. Yes, a little girl. Everybody's like, why is there a man in that box? Oh my gosh. And she was only 10. The box, I guess the picture makes her look like an adult, but she's not. Yeah, they didn't It was just a rough sketch to kind of give people an idea exactly what the box was. Kind of, yeah. And, uh... We'll build our own box and let you guys know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We, with Taylor and Jesse inside when they piss us off. Or we can record from the box. It could be our own studio. That'd be creepy. But we're gonna have fucking oxygen. Yeah, we're gonna have an air ventilation. <laughs> I'm there. kidding. I don't think I want to be crammed in such a small space. I'd probably pee myself. <laughs> hey, it has a toilet, though. That's true. So, basically, the kidnappers... <laughs> Planned to keep her alive, but were fucking stupid, and they accidentally killed her. Mm, stupid. So the police began hunting for these idiot, and they did believe from the start that it was more than one kidnapper because they thought it would definitely have to be more than one because the box was huge, huge, and would take at least two people to carry it into the woods. Okay, but my question is, I don't know. Like, why did they just build it into the ground? I don't Wouldn't it have been less noticeable than carrying a fucking massive ass box? Yeah, I'm not sure. It says that they must have known the forest pretty well, and they chose a pretty remote site within it, like, where it was really dense at, with brush, so nobody would see them digging the hole and hacking the paths that... <sighs> I wish this picture was in English. Oh, I know. Picture, why are you in German? I hate how they make her necks look like her necks all like, bent backwards. And I mean, that's probably how she. And was. she's like looking up. That's sad. Oh, can you imagine opening that and just seeing like dead eyes? Oh like, my god! Creepy. That's probably why the officer started crying. I probably would have screamed. I'm like ah! <laughs> I know. Okay, so in Eki, the nook. In Eking and nearby villages, parents who would let their kids go out and play by themselves and roam free. They were panicking, and they were not going to let their kids pretty much do anything. They were terrified. They really were. Because they haven't found the kidnappers yet. Yeah, and it kind of was amplified by the uh, press cover because it was horrible. And on the day of the funeral, after a lot of harassment from journalist Earthlock brother Michael, who was originally pretty shy, an 18-year-old boy, he lost his temper with a photographer who was holding a camera right in front of his face, you know, on the day of the funeral, and he knocked the camera to the ground. Well, I don't, okay, I really do not blame him for doing this, because no. out of respect for the family, the press and journalists should have let them just be. Let them mourn and grieve over their family member. Yeah, I would have knocked the camera to the ground, I would have knocked the photographer to the ground. I know. I it's- have such a short temper and reaction fan like today taylor and i were trying to move something earlier and i fucking ran over my toe because taylor pushed it i was, was like ow taylor and he just like sorry i was like you're lucky you're not next to me my fists were like Ugh. oh my gosh so yeah my toe is okay it's but. sad because like the press still does this like today and it's horrible even. like you see any mass shootings they're trying to it's just horrible like, like, leave the families alone. If they want to speak to you, they will go out and reach you and speak to you. Or, you know, just send, maybe even just send them a respectful email or leave one voicemail. It'll be like, hey, if you guys are ready and want to reach out to us. We Not on the day of the funeral, though. Yeah, and don't repeatedly call them. Don't dock their front yards. It's so annoying when I see press do that. I'm sorry if you're a press person. Like I I'm have... not. You're fucking annoying. Yeah. I don't know. We respect you and your information sometimes, but you're fucking annoying. Do it respectfully. So, the police were, like, really desperate, and they even had a, re- a reward out for people to give them information. A big one. A big one. Which we're not even going to try to pronounce. It was um. a big one, though. <laughs> so, tips started pouring in. One name that came up was Werner Maserick. 
Maserick. I just like his last name, Maserick. Maserick. If we're saying that right, I don't even know, but I like it. I think we are. Maserick. Remember, that's one we looked up. Maserick. He was 31 at the time, lived with his wife and two children, just a few hundred meters from the family, Ursula's family. He was also a trained car mechanic, so he would have some knowledge on how to build a box because he was hands-on. Yeah, and I mean, should be kind of common sense, but... He left school at 15 years old, and he ran his own TV repair business. Yeah. Maserick was, like I said, good with his hands. He was imposing, tall. <laughs> he had a beer belly. <laughs> he didn't have... Um, he wasn't very liked in the town of Ecking at all. No, he's a, he had a bad temper. And he was heavily in debt. Oh, he owed the bank more than 140000 Douchemark. Douchemarks, whatever that Dushmark. means. Douchemarks. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't even he know. He owed a shit ton of money to the bank. So the police are like, well, you know, that would give him a motive to kidnap a kid and have a ransom. And he has a, he had his own family to support. Yeah, I so. mean, two children and a wife. So, so he definitely was, motive there. Yeah, definitely motive. And the police questioned him a week after Ursula's body was found. Originally, Matherick could not recall his movements on the night she went missing. It took him 24 hours to provide an alibi, which... Well, I mean, it's I mean, been... yeah, kind of understandable. What, like, almost a month. a month? A little more than a month, actually. So, it would be hard for me to go back a month and be like, well, on this certain day I was doing this because... Yeah, because it's such a know. mundane thing, too, that he was doing. He was playing the board game Risk with his wife and two friends. Supposedly. Supposedly. And a search of his home and workshop revealed nothing that linked him to the crime. And then later that month, the forensic team examining the box found a fingerprint on a piece of duct tape. Which, you know, raised hope of a breakthrough, but no match was discovered. And they fingerprinted thousands of locals, including Matherick. So that kind of sucks, because they thought they really had a breakthrough with that. They yeah. thought they were going to find something pretty significant, and they... And they didn't. That they sucks. didn't find anything. And can you imagine how disappointed <sighs> that would be? Definitely for the family, because it's like, oh, we might actually be able to catch this guy, or guys, or... People, women, even, I don't know. Might be able to catch the person or people that kidnapped. I feel like a woman would have more common sense than wanting to kidnap a kid in a box. So, probably. But her family thought they are going to catch him pretty quick, and then that happened, and... Yeah. Kind of sucked. So, the police still suspected that Maverick was involved, and at the end of January 1982, they arrested him. Along with two of his friends, they interrogated them for several days before releasing them. See, I was trying to find information about exactly why they arrested him. Like, what kind of... You don't rock your chair backwards. You squish backwards. Oh, I don't want to squish you. What kind of, like, inf- like information they got to be able to arrest him? Because it takes a lot to arrest a person. It really does. So, I, was, I don't know why I can't... I couldn't find any information about that. Maybe but. since it was the 80s and it's a different country. Oh, that's true. A different country, different legal system. Yeah. So, a month later, another one of Matherick's acquaintances with question klaus faffinger i love that name klaus klaus i don't like his last name though faffinger (laughs) he was an unemployed mechanic with a drinking problem Mm. so we got another alcoholic mechanic on the people money he owed his landlord rent and his landlord told police that in the week before the crime they had seen his tenant driving his moped with a Babe, dropped his eyes. Sorry, guys. That's not what a low life. Which was kind of funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but kind of funny. Like, wow, I'm going to drop my fade inside my moped, and I'm just going to wee-wee on out of here. Okay, this is why the kidnappers, I'm not saying this guy's a kidnapper yet. You guys find out. But if he is a kidnapper, he's fucking stupid because. He's the one that forgot to put the ventilation system on. <laughs> I bet so. You're not a good point. Like, he's like, yeah, Matherick, it's all good. We can just like. It's good. Drive she my totally drive my moped around town with the shovel we use to bury the box because oh I'm fucking God. stupid. I like how I was doing a southern accent with that, <laughs> even though it wasn't German. <laughs> I don't know what a German trashy accent is, like yeah, a trashy either. German accent. Nothing southern accents are trashy. I like them, but you know what I mean. I actually want to go to Germany sometime. Me too. The nice part of Germany. It's on my bucket list. I would. Ecking's supposed to be pretty nice, so I I want to go to any part of Germany. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> oh, now definitely don't walk back. Her paws like right under your thing. 
Clothy Boo Bear. In her noses. Okay. Uh, there she goes. So Klaus, Mr. Klaus, Klaus, protested his innocence. He was 100% innocent. According I didn't to him. do it. Ugh. The second day of questioning, though, interrogators took a break and he was alone with a police secretary. <laughs> and this is a quote for him. Quote, what if I know something? End quote. What a fucking retard. You don't say <laughs> that. Stupid. You're in jail. You're going to ask somebody who works for the jail that? That's not very innocent to me, I don't think. Like, hey, yo, you're like, the police aren't here, and you're just a secretary for them, so you're not going to tell them anything, are you? She's like, you fucking retard. <laughs> fucking idiot, sorry. I didn't mean to say retard. So when the interrogators came back, Klaus told them that Masaryk had asked him to dig a hole in the forest in September 1981, early September. Promising to pay him 1,000 Dutch marks, whatever that means. Yeah, one sounded pretty good, though. And a television, a colored color television. One. Must be pretty uh, expensive <laughs> back then. A colored television. I don't know if a colored television. Is that television. for child's life? Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> but according to him, well, he was a low life anyway, so maybe it was. Uh, I mean, he's an alcoholic, too, so. <laughs> so he dug this hole, and later. Put the box inside. Yeah. According to him, at least. That's what he told interrogators. So, they, the detectives were like, okay, we got this. This is a huge break in the case. A lot of information. So, they drove Klaus to the forest that separated Ecking and Schondorf where they found the box. And they asked him to lead him to the burial site. But this idiot was unable to locate it or even come close to locating it. He's so stupid. So, you know, they got him back to the police station. He's like, I am revoking the confession. It is not true what I said. Why would you say it to begin with if it wasn't true? I don't understand why people do that. I don't either. And, you know, they tried to interrogate him ten other times in the following month, and he refused to repeat his confession with eventually released without charge yeah because at this point they had no like physical evidence they just had his one confession which he took back and was like okay i lied whatever i think waffles just wants to die today um she well she's lazy she's like it's a weekend aunt holly i waffles you want to come home with me you want to come home with me no i should cry her tail little bitch Uh, i can love you so by the summer of 1982 after Masaryk's name was smeared in the dirt, <laughs> yeah. he had to, well, he was preparing to move away from Ecking with his family because everybody in the town fucking hated him. More than they did already. Yeah. Um. So the lead detective of Ursula's case pursued him. The one that had pursued yeah, him. Yeah, the one who had pursued him was replaced because he, he wasn't getting anywhere really. And yeah, he probably wanted to move on. Yeah, and it's been, see, 1982. She so was, it's been almost a year. Yep. So, more than 100,000 color posters requesting help with the investigation was distributed, <laughs> distributed nationwide. Yes. Um, <laughs> there was a television program, which we are not even going to try to pronounce, but this television program would serve as a model for the BBC Crime Watch in America Most Wanted, and it featured a long segment on the Ursula Hermann case. Yeah, so basically, that TV show is similar to America's Most Wanted, which is badass. Yeah, it was modeled after the German TV. The America's Most Wanted was modeled after the German TV show. <laughs> so, like, the case was so popular and so known in Germany. Yeah, especially after the new detective. Because he just was like, hey, let's just rocket launch this into the atmosphere and get everything out there. Which I think that's one of the best things they can do for missing, well, not she's just been found, but for any, an investigation. Any unsolved murder a lot of times, yeah. Just getting more information out there to different people and making it known. Because a lot of these cases go unknown. Yeah, and that's, like, it's like with Libby and Abby case in Delphi. Right, that was all over the press, all over the news, all over the internet, all over, even Facebook. Yeah, it is, and um, actually, I just listened to a podcast about that, um, it's Crawlface, 
podcast. It's Kelsey German, who is Libby's sister. She talks about it, and actually, a lot of people don't know about the Delphi case. I don't know. Well, I guess in Indiana, it was very known. It was, and I think she's trying to get it more known. So if you guys have a moment, go listen to the um, crawlspace episode on Kelsey German. German. I'm trying to do German pronunciation because <laughs> um, she they interview her and she talks and listen to her talk. It's like she's such a brave young woman advocating for her sister and her friend who were taken too soon, and she. You know, she says, yeah, I felt a lot of guilt at first because she's the one that dropped them off. So, if you guys get a moment, go listen to them. Yeah, it's a very, very sad Yeah, I'll we'll try to link the podcast description in the yeah. episode, episode description if we figure out how. <laughs> very sad case. And that's kind of like how I feel like they're trying to prevent, you know? I mean, obviously they didn't know about this case, but they're trying to prevent it from going cold because they want to figure out, like, somebody right. had to have seen something. Right. Yep. The more known it is, the more chances you're going to get this investigation solved. Yeah. Get the case solved. So, the new investigator, the lead investigator, did that. Mm-hmm. And then the new police team found more evidence of the kidnappers' methods including a wire that they had strung through the street, the trees along the lakeside path to serve as an alert system uh, during the abduction. So, how did they not find this when they were doing the grid search? You know, that's a good point, because earlier, supposedly, they covered most of the forest. Yeah, so you think they would have continued covering it to see if they could find evidence, but I, I guess know. the old police team did not do that. So yeah, I mean, which I mean, it was the 80s. I don't know, and it's a different country, so I don't know yeah. what the, their practices are or So the new police team found that, and then they, other sub- suspects really didn't lead, anything. didn't lead anything. By the end of the 1980s, the inv- investigation kind of went cold, like, yeah. so it's been more than almost 10 years. Well, nine years at this time, end of the 80s. And they weren't getting a lot of information anymore. And they were kind of, I don't know. You know, they're kind of losing hope. Which, I mean, yeah, that's understandable. I love her tale. But (laughs) across Germany, most people still remember the unsolved case of Ursula. Because she was a little girl buried in a box underneath the ground, like. Is horrible. A lot of people still remembered it. They just didn't have any more information to give the police officers. So Ursula's parents and siblings were doing their best to move on with their lives because they didn't want the death of their daughter, their sister, to ruin the rest of their lives. They wanted to kind of live for her. Yeah. And they wanted to remember her as what they knew her as, as an intelligent, energetic girl who loved to sing and paint. And, yeah, they just, they wanted to move on. Which, I mean, I can't, I can't blame them. Their daughter's dead. There's no bringing her back. Right. And for some people, you know, getting justice doesn't do much for them. So, yeah, and it was definitely the hardest for Ursula's mother. Uh, yeah, losing her babies. She thought that... It was kind of her fault because she didn't go and get her daughter from her aunt's house. So, oh, Waffle's getting butt scratches. So, she <laughs> was very upset. She kind of blamed herself. But Ursula's father and sister actually turned to religion. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just, it worked for Ursula's sister and father to they found peace that way which i mean most cases mm. if we've done that involve religion the religion's like kill everybody <laughs> samuel little talking about you dude yeah but for them in this case religion was a good thing for them mm-hmm. and then her youngest brother actually found peace in surfing Ooh, that's cool he kind of had a hobby like to surf <laughs> i wish i could surf i'd be terrified I heard I, it's really hard. I thought about it, but then I saw videos of, like, the under curl, like, when the waves go under, it curls under your water, and, like, if you get, you get sucked in that little roll, and I would freak the fuck out. <laughs> I would drown. Uh huh. So, Michael, the oldest brother, he was in his final year of school at the time of the crime. He was playing music at a friend's house on the night Ursula disappeared, and when his mom called him, she was obviously panicking, 
you know, she's like, oh my god, your sister's missing. He rushed home, joined in the search, and he was devastated when her body was found. But, as he said, that quickly turned into, what can I do with this now? Because I knew the why could never be answered. I decided I am alive and I have some tasks to do. So that's uh, a very positive way to think. That is, and that just like touches something. It really does. Like her family, their her family seems like really good people. Ooh, we should make that. We need to make like a little collection of quotes on our show. Ooh, that we should. Cause we have a lot of quotes. We do have a lot of quotes, and then we have a lot of stupid things we say that people like. I know. <laughs> well, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> what? Anyways. Know. That that would start out as a sarcastic laugh. It kind of turned into a real one, but my nose is like... My nose hates me because I changed my nose ring yesterday because the one I had in was bothering me, and now my nose is like, fuck you. <laughs> so I feel... I'm a little stuffy. She's a little stuffy. I sound a little nasally. I feel pretty good. Well, that must be nice. Anywho. <laughs> in the mid-2000s, the state office... What was that? I was trying to be, I don't know. Dramatic? Yes. The state office for criminal investigation started looking in its backlog of cold cases where they found Ursula's kidnapping case. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. So, since it was un- unsolved and... Local police. They were still feeling the drain of it on their reputation. Yeah, they wanted to get this solved because, like we said before, very well-known case. Germany wanted this case solved. Family needed closure. So prosecutors hoped that the development of DNA profiling over the previous two decades might help crack the case. Which, guys, DNA has done so much in the past decade or <laughs> two decades. rocket launched. Actually, I think just the last decade. The last, Well, definitely in the last decade in America. In America. So we don't know about other countries, but in America, the last decade. <laughs> USA. 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 <laughs> a lot of serial killers, <laughs> like, who who's that one big serial killer they actually caught because of DNA oh, recently? Oh, the Golden State Killer. Yeah, they, they caught. through familiar, 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 familial <laughs> DNA because they got a sample and then they got a sample with somebody from my family. He's one and of the biggest serial killers yeah. in the freaking United States and DNA caught his ass because these stupid ass serial killers didn't think about it. Oh man, they can like, are your DNA the same as my cousin's almost? Like, I'm sure if you tested my DNA and Casey's DNA, we'd have a bunch of the same. Yeah, and like back in the day, like a lot of people like, <laughs> They didn't even think DNA was going to be... Oh, I left my semen on my rape victim. They can't track me. Yeah, they didn't think DNA was going to advance and we were going to be able to actually match it in the future. Joke's on you, bitch. Yeah, you guys made a huge mistake. I mean, they made a mistake when they decided to kill somebody anyway, though. Well, that's true, too. But a lot of these guys were like... They cleaned up after each other. Well, not after each other, but they cleaned up after killing a victim, but they did not... Think about yeah, the like DNA at the time. Strangler. Yeah, they cleaned up everything but the DNA. Fucking stupid asses. Okay. Hey, how long have we been recording? I don't know. Like an hour. An hour. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna leave it there, and then we'll make it ne- the second part. Yes. Yeah, so we just got done talking about DNA. 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 Jesse's <laughs> okay. probably just like, what the fuck are they doing? Okay, guys. So that's where <laughs> we're gonna leave you with the first part of the episode. Now that we've um. We've been recording forever. We've been recording forever, and Jesse's probably hearing some pretty questionable things. Yeah, here. and we still have forever to record, but that's part one. We're probably going to have part two and three coming at you. Yeah. Because we want to keep the episodes under an hour, which we filled out with this one. I know. Uh, I don't know why I'm so excited about this case. I, I, I don't just, know. It's so sad. It is. It's yeah. so interesting. With, but it really shows the um how the advances in modern technology can be good. Yes. Very good. So, we will leave you with that. Um, again, follow follow us on our social media. Don't actually follow us in person. That'd be fucking weird. And I might punch you in the yeah. face. So, um. find <laughs> us on uh, What the Spook podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And listen to us on Anchor and the Google podcast. And we're still fucking trying to figure out how to get on iTunes. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. But we're <laughs> on Spotify, too. So. Oh, yeah. Spotify's the other one. And yeah. yeah, tell your friends to listen. Tell Keep your listening to, to us, listen. please. Keep listening. 
Um, we promise we're we're trying to figure this out, so don't judge us too bad. I think we're improving though. Give us feedback for fuck's sake. Yeah, we have an email too at whatthespookpodcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, and a website. And a website. Which is on the Facebook page and... It's on, is it on the Instagram? I think it might be. I think I might link it. I did link it on Instagram. Yeah. And, yeah. Which on the the website is where you can find our sources and p- more pictures. I post more pictures than what we post on Instagram, on Facebook, yeah. on the, the website. I almost said Instagram again. Yeah, I'll post some pictures on the Facebook. And in case you haven't noticed, Casey kind of takes care of stuff on the Instagram and website <laughs> end and I... I do a lot of the editing, and if we have a lot to edit, Casey takes like half of it because I might <laughs> lose my shit. But I do a lot of the editing and the um, Facebook, Facebook, yeah. So, yeah, if you have issues on Instagram and the website, and bitch at Casey. If you have issues on the other end, bitch at me. Um, so or if you have an issue, just just bitch in general. Yeah, I mean it's just social media though, so. So, we can ignore you and block you if we want. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, we won't block you. We'll block you if you're being a little douchebag. Like and our Facebook page. Yeah, like our Facebook page. Or Do we have 100 likes yet? I don't I don't know. I haven't checked in a while. I don't think we do. We have a lot. And thank you, Keisha and David, for giving us some cases to look at. Yeah, and um, God at work. A bunch of guys at work actually gave me cases. Too many to name. Sorry, guys. But we appreciate all the cases you've given us. And we're going to look at them, and we might do a listener yeah. episode where we could kind of yeah. do, like, a summary of the cases that send you guys give us. Send us your creepy stories. Like, if you guys have any creepy Ooh. stories, send them to us. Yeah, it could be anything. True crime, paranormal, supernatural. Anything. <clears throat> Just something creepy or spooky that happened to you. It doesn't have to be about... Uh, we have 90... We need eight more likers on Facebook, and we'll do something special oh and we want to release a mini episode a scientific one it's all come, about blood come to holly science corner i like science and i like creepy stuff you guys haven't noticed <laughs> blood 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 you're so interesting <laughs> i have a positive blood i have a negative Ooh. <laughs> we complete each other yes we do okay guys <laughs> so after that little creepy <laughs> moment there Thank you. Thank you for listening to our episode. Thank you so much, and this is what the spook. Bye. (laughs)